KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. While the world seems to be fascinated with ChatGPT asking it wild questions and trying to get it to write wedding speeches and research papers, the company behind the AI program has been going through turmoil. Since last Friday, artificial intelligence giant OpenAI has been through four CEOs. Sam Altman was fired. The company's CTO was named interim chief for a couple of days. And then another CEO, the former head of Twitch, was hired. And now Altman is back. That's Rob Hawley reporting for ABC News just before Thanksgiving. But this all happened so fast that we're still trying to wrap our heads around what's going on and what it means. You see, while OpenAI was scaling up, there seems to have emerged like a conflict of safety versus growth and progress. I'm Matt Leon, and today on KYW News Radio In-Depth, sponsored by your Delaware Valley Honda dealers, make memories during happy Honda days, we're talking with Dr. Daniel Albert, assistant professor at LeBeau College of Business at Drexel University, about the firing and rehiring of Sam Altman and what changes are happening now at OpenAI. We want to know what caused all this chaos and what effect it could have on how AI is made and used in the future. I think a lot of people have heard the term or the, the title OpenAI in, in headlines and in newscasts. Can you just give us a quick, how would you describe OpenAI? What, what are they? So OpenAI, um, and AI obviously stands for artificial intelligence, is, is a company or like a nonprofit organization that was founded like eight, nine years ago with the idea of developing safe, responsible, general artificial intelligence for all humanity. And so general artificial intelligence, what they mean by that is a state where artificial intelligence or AI is as good as humans in most tasks or even better. And so when they talk about tasks, they mean economically uh, valuable tasks, right? Really related to jobs. So that's the end goal, um, not only for open AI, but for a lot of companies out there. It was founded with the idea of like safety in mind and altruistic motivation behind it. Probably most people have heard about um, OpenAI just like a year ago when OpenAI launched its ChatGPT, basically a chatbot, a generative AI chatbot that uh, is trained to mimic human language patterns. So you, you can have like a regular conversation um, with that, you can ask it question. Um, you can brainstorm almost like with 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 a real person. And just November thirtieth, ChatGPT uh, had its first anniversary. So it's still a very young company and and, and product. And most recently, OpenAI was in the headlines because their board fired the CEO Sam Altman, and then I think within two weeks. They brought him back, and then most, if not all, of the board that had fired him was pushed out. Number one, do I have that framed correctly? And number two, do we understand or know what was behind the first move to to push him out, or is this all still kind of murky? Well, overall, you you, you got it very right, um, and lots of this is still emerging, right? So Sam Altman came out like in some interviews now um, indicating some things, but also saying like, it's not the time yet uh, to talk about all of this. So 
I, I guess like over time, we will see more and more of this emerge once they've figured out internally what's been going on and they, they are now starting an internal investigation. But to take a step back, uh, you summarized it well, except for it was even a much shorter time frame. this all happened. So in a nutshell, November 17th, Sam Altman, who is not only at that time the CEO, he's a board member and he's one of the co-founders of, of OpenAI, receives a text from one of the other uh, uh, board members saying like, hey, can you hop on a call at noon? And he hops on, on the call and like in that Zoom call, like the entire board is on and basically telling him you're out, you're fired. No one saw it coming. There were no indications. Um, everyone was taken by surprise. Some outman, like just a couple of days before, did like a developer uh, summit for OpenAI together with Microsoft. So things seemed to go great. So that, that really led to like this major surprise. What just happened and how is this possible that no one was looped in? Microsoft, as a major investor, was only informed minutes before the call. So the next thing was the CTO, Mira Murati, was put in place as like an interim CEO. To the next day for OpenAI, the board announcing, well, we're replacing Mira Murati with another interim CEO, Emmett Shear, the former CEO of Twitch. Then the next day, Microsoft says, hey, Sam Altman, why are you coming to us? And you have your own division internally at Microsoft. Um, and you can bring people. And at that time, hundreds of employees, almost all of them, almost 700 out of the 770 employees of OpenAI, sign a letter saying, unless the board steps down, we all will uh, resign, right? Or we threaten to resign and join potentially Microsoft. And then November 24th, uh, 21st, sorry, Sam comes back. And the board is uh, stepping down and replaced by a new board, except for one member. So one member is still uh, was in there before and after. So in just four days, it went through a complete roller coaster of events. To me, as a layman on the outside, this screams amateur hour and does not instill confidence in me, especially with something that people are as concerned about kind of from a macro level about AI and the ripple effects of it. As someone who studies, you know, kind of management and structure of corp corporation, stuff like this, is this as crazy as it sounds or is this more common than you think? But because of who it is, the spotlight is brighter and more attention is paid to it. I think it's a little bit of both. So number one, Founder exits, involuntary founder exits, are not uncommon, right? Um, and there's a couple of reasons for this. Uh, oftentimes, like a founder is like very specialized, has a vision, works very hard on the, the product uh, and the strategy of the company in the early years. But once the company starts scaling up, growing, right, not only out of a blue have you to manage like hundreds of employees, Maybe millions of revenues are coming in, regulators looking at you, um, but your strategy might change, right? The landscape is changing, the competition is changing. So whatever you, you, you had in mind when you started the company almost 10 years ago, things are changing. And so historically, we, we, we've seen that 
people who are good founders, right? Like who are, have like great ideas um, and can put them in, 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 in place are not necessarily good leaders for large corporations. I'm not saying this is the case with Sam Altman. Like Sam Altman actually has like a, a history of like several successful businesses and management roles. So he's pretty seasoned on both. But I'm just saying ouster of founders is not super uncommon. And like to give you a couple of uh, very famous examples, um, Twitter's Jack Dorsey was fired and rehired. Right. Um, and now he's out again. Like he stepped down. Some people say like, well, he was like asked to leave. The investors uh, put pressure on him. So it's not uncommon. And maybe one that, that many people have already forgotten. Steve Jobs, of all people, were kicked out of his own company to come back 11 years later and basically bringing us the iPhone. Um, and in the meantime, he wasn't lazy. Uh, he just founded uh, real quick a successful company that we know now under the name Pixar, right? So speaking of a serial entrepreneur, but like these things happen for multiple reasons. So that's not the, the, the uncommon part. But what is unusual here with OpenAI is the way it happened, right? So there were no, no or little indication that this was happening. Everyone was taken by surprise. Not even the investors like Microsoft knew anything about it. And that's very, very unusual. And in order for this to understand how this was possible, we have to understand the governance structure of OpenAI. Okay, so let's take a step back. 2015, when OpenAI was founded by Sam Altman, Elon Musk, and several other people, Elon Musk left a couple of years later, it was founded as a nonprofit organization with the goal of safety in AI, developing AGI, right? This artificial general intelligence that I was talking about earlier. And over time, in order to grow, you need investors, right? And investors want to take a stake in the company and ideally want to see some returns. So in order to facilitate that, they set up a subsidiary, which is a for-profit company. And that's what we think of right now of OpenAI um, that does the day-to-day -day operations. But the nonprofit organization has full control over this for-profit, even though it only holds, I think, 2% shares while 49% of the shares are held by, by Microsoft and then several other investors, but they have no say in, in terms of the, the voting rights, the control over the firm. So that's a pretty unusual structure to begin with. And this has allowed the board to basically make this decision, rush this decision um, without looping anyone else, including Microsoft as the major um, stakeholder. In this. So that is rather unusual. And I raised those, those questions of, is this really uh, the best way to do it? Is this really in the best interest of, of the organization? And so what it comes down to is like, you see while OpenAI was scaling up, there seems to have emerged like the conflict of safety versus growth and progress, right? And I'm not saying that Sam Altman says like, oh, I don't care about safety. I think he cares about safety a lot. But the nonprofit is set up to almost only care about safety. And as in other industries, there's always a trade-off between the two, right? Think of aviation, right? 
several other technologies like have these these uh, the, the the very same trade offs, right? Even in medicine. So trying to find that balance, I think, is what the field, not only OpenAI, um, is trying to figure out right now. And this tension and the difference in opinion, uh, a lot of smart people with egos rising to fame within just one year, the company like exploding in size, I think is really exacerbating these factors. We will have more with Laveau College of Business Assistant Professor Dr. Daniel Albert in just a moment. But first, it's the holiday season, folks, and the holidays mean different things to everyone. But whatever the holidays mean to you, get the most out of it in a new vehicle from our friends at Honda. Whether it's traveling to the holiday family dinner in a spacious, efficient Accord Hybrid or heading to a hike to burn it off in a powerful, adventure-ready CRV Hybrid, your holiday adventure awaits with a new Honda during Happy Honda days contact your local honda dealer today and now let's return to our conversation about open ai with dr daniel albert assistant professor at drexel university's lebeau college of business the four days for this all to to transpire you know you kind of broke down what within the decision making and what we saw what's unusual and what's not but for all this to happen in four days that seems extraordinary for me. I mean, that's a, that's a long weekend and to have this type of tumult to kind of flip everything over and then flip it halfway back. Uh, am I overstating it or is this as unusual as it sounds once again to someone who, you know, just is on the outside observe an observer? I would agree. The speed with which it happened, the inconsistency, um, the back and forth, uh, basically a complete reversal and that is in part due to this odd governance structure that you don't see with uh, with many other um, organizations that the board has such power without like very transparent um, de- deliberation processes and decision making processes that has to loop in um, other uh, stakeholders. Because if one thing became clear with like the seven hundred employees signing, "Hey, we want Sam Altman back, or we are out." And think about this. Microsoft is the major investor and basically saying, okay, you fired Sam Altman. We want him as the major investor. That's kind of like, it's very confusing, right? Um, you're, you're, you're now computing with your own company that you hold stake in. So that all shows that the large majority of stakeholders, employees, uh, and maybe even customers were standing behind Sam Altman and didn't see any reason for him to be let go. And so it comes down to the question, did really just like three or four board members for whatever reason decide he needs to go? And to be fair, they cited in an official statement, which is still on the website, that they feel that Sam Altman has not been candid in his communication with the board and that the board lost confidence in, in him. And which... Again, it's very unusual because typically like these announcements that go out are like very um, politically elegantly phrased, right? Um, so, and the last part, like really that's uh, mind boggling is like that letter I've been talking about um, that was signed in the end by almost 700 employees was also signed by the board member who fired him. So 
the board member who fired him said like, I want the board to step down, which includes him. And I want Sam Altman back. And he had like a Twitter post like where, where he said like he regrets his decision. So just out of curiosity, I would really like to know how this happened that the board itself got caught up in like rushing this decision because it must have been rushed if 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 the regret comes so quickly right after, right? Um, these things are rather unusual and highlight the importance of governance structures, like the importance of sound management systems in organizations, as, as boring as this might sound. But these are the reasons, like when you go from a, from a great idea and a successful strategy towards real success, influencing the world, influencing the industry, it doesn't work without like having checks and balances and proper decision-making procedures, policies um, to avoid kind of this turmoil. Because Matt, like in the worst case, imagine OpenAI would, would have collapsed and just disappeared from the landscape, right? Of course, there's other companies, but arguably at this point, OpenAI is the absolute cutting edge in terms of its capabilities. We would not only have lost this company, but all that knowledge that potentially is associated with it and all the progress and which also sets standards and helps grow the entire industry, which can have very positive impact on all of us, right? AI can be incredibly helpful for humanity, for productivity, for equity, if it's done right. And I think that need for if it's done right became now uh, very salient. And maybe that's the good thing that came out of this is that like, there is internal struggles, there's difference of, of opinion, and we all should pay close attention because as it's not only one company's decision where we're going, it's like we as a society govern through regulations, people who we elect, products we buy. We want to see that this is done in the way um, that is really good for, for all society. Do you think we will ever get the true story of what was kind of at the crux of this? Because I've heard some people say that, you know, oh, I, I think they discovered something with AI that they don't know how to control and they're worried about it, you know, getting into the not necessarily the wrong hands, but being handled improperly, you know, to it's just a clash of egos and you have a lot of people that have gotten a lot of money and a lot of notoriety in a short amount of time and don't maybe can't handle it. Like, do you think we will ever truly kind of find out, like you talked about that internal investigation and everything early on, like kind of was at the crux of this? Or do you think it will always kind of remain in kind of a, a, a fog of war, for lack of a better term, around it? I would expect over time um, that we learn more about this. Again, like there's 700 people in in, in the company and I think – Everyone wants to learn more about it, also like to to stand behind the company. And I think some clarification has to happen. And it, and, and it, it has started to happen. So in a very recent interview that I read yesterday, um, Sam Altman mentioned like an unfortunate leak um, and was referring to um, a memo that was apparently sent like a day or like a couple of days before the firing to the board saying like, hey, we have something to discovered, which could be a threat for huma uh, humanity. And this, I think that's what you were uh, indicating. So without more knowledge, um, it's very difficult, right? Like it's, whether it is 
this was like overblown, whether there's truth to it or we don't know, right? And so I'm not in the business of speculating about it, but apparently something has been discovered, like some progress, because like Sam Altman mentioned, like an unfortunate leak, right? And so they refer to this as Q star. And so there's lots of speculation right now, but like the, in uh, machine learning and uh, uh, artificial intelligence, there's a Q algorithm and an A star search uh, method. Um, and so people are wondering if that's a combination of the of the two, which could make um, generative AI much more powerful. Uh, whether it's threatening to humanity, I don't know. Um, the point is, if there's things that are discovered, um, and that's that's a good chance that will happen at OpenAI or somewhere else at some point, letting go the CEO is not going to solve it, right? Uh, it's it's more like, what do we do with this? Like, how do we how do we make sure things are safe? and aligned with human with human goals. It's 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 very difficult to believe that the chief scientist officer who um is the board member uh who who fired Sam Altman would not know about these uh developments in 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 the company that uh that come about because as chief scientist officer you would expect he's looped in in, in the progress but who knows? Maybe he wasn't looped in, and that's that's what 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 led to all of this. But again, like that's all speculation, and I I don't think anyone knows. But I'm hopeful that over time we will learn a little bit more. And my final question: How much, if any, kind of long term damage do you think this has done to open AI, or is this something that? Once we kind of get further away from it, and maybe as more comes to the surface, uh, this will be forgotten. Or do you think this is something that has kind of maybe shaken people's trust in it for the long term? That's a good question. So I think I think there's uh, positive things that that come out of it. Like number one, like I, I think a lot of other artificial intelligence companies looked very closely at this, right? And said, so like, wow, this was quite a mess. How how was this able to happen? Like in the arguably leading AI company with a, with lots of smart people. So I think it will lead to companies revisiting their own internal uh, procedures, including open AI. And I'm hopeful that this will improve things. When When companies grow very fast, it's almost to be expected that um, sometimes like, companies like struggle right with managing that growth, and I think that's that's what happened. I don't think that anyone really had like an evil uh, intention behind this, but it's like many things happening, uh, fast growth, differences in opinion. Um, so in that sense, it informs the, the industry. In, in terms of damage, that's hard to assess. Like it seems like. OpenAI is continuing as before. It's, I mean, it didn't lose talent. And I think like the, the talent is really the important part. Uh, it has a new board. We will see how, um, what, if any changes this board will uh, bring about. But I think, again, like I see it as, as, as positive in a sense that it raises attention to these companies doing something incredible, but it's also incredibly impactful on society. And we better make sure 
that they are transparent and stable, right? And so we as a society have our, play a role in this, like industry norms play a role in this, code of conducts in organizations, board of directors, and at the end of the day, regulations, which ideally reflect what we as a society want to see in these companies. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in Depth, sponsored by your Delaware Valley Honda dealers. Make memories during Happy Honda Days. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.